You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Okay, we are back. Punters, dribblers, welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. We're back in our hallowed Hello Sport studios. I don't know if you, that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, makes sense to me, Tom. The voice you're hearing there is Eddie Simpson, one Eddie Simpson, the one and only. Eddie, welcome back from Byron Bay, brown as a berry. Feeling relaxed, fresh, ready to rock, ready to roll. Always good to be back with you, Tom, my dear friend, and with the punter and the dribbler. Yes. Uh, that Byron Bay sun looks like it's done you wonders. Always does, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, it's a gift. It's a gift. Uh, look, I don't think we, we waste too much time in the sort of the back and forth and the jabber jawing of like, you know, how you start a podcast of like, hey, let's ease everyone into it. I don't think we waste our time with that. I think we just sort of get straight into it. Before we do, though, Eddie, before we do, I just want to say that if you want to follow us, it's at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram, Punters Dribblers. That that handle again, Eddie, for the ones that missed it. That's at Hello Sport Podcast. On Instagram. Okay. Pretty um, simple. Pretty simple. Now, we have also abandoned ACAST as of this week. We've absolutely jumped ship, weren't paying us enough. Top of the podcast heap, you're aware of how it goes. We are now uh, over with Wooshka. So you can find us at Wooshka. I just downloaded a new podcast app today called The Podcast App. Hell of an app, Eddie. I haven't used it yet, but it's a hell of an app. It's got everything, all the mod cons in your podcasting world. That's about all. Uh, in terms of sport this week, though, coaching uh, coaching uh, situation at Manly, many coaches linked, but one coach, one serious coach sort of linked that I think we're all very excited about. Um, the Aussie Test Cricketers, they pulled off a little bit of a Houdini act over in Dubai the, uh, the at a jam-packed Dubai stadium. Well, some some members of that side were listening, Tom, to our calls. They were. Uh, it seemed like some of us, you know, we, we had some choice words, some sage advice to a, to a couple of cricketers, and they seemed to have listened. We'll get into it. Uh, the Sydney Kings. Not the best start to a, to an NBL season. Does anyone care? Probably not, but we'll touch on it. Uh, Usain Bolt with two goals. Is he a world beater? Uh, well, we'll digest that. We'll get into it. Uh, and then, look, uh, you know, just some other little salacious sort of, you know... Uh, tidbits. Tidbits. Your honey badger bullshit. Your yeah, bloody you your kangaroos lose. You get it, you fucking losers. Just hang around. It's time Strap to get in. in the sport. Strap in. It's time to go. Strap in. Dubai Houdini, punters, dribblers, Australia v Pakistan over in Dubai, packed house, sold out stadium. Absolutely um, shockers. Standing room only. Standing room only, playing on a road. Uh, you know that we spoke last week about our shocking collapse of 10 for 60, but then in the second innings put on a brave performance to come back and draw the test match. Now, we'd been very critical of Usman Khawaja. We must celebrate him today, Eddie, because he, uh, it's officially got his first ever runs in Asia. Congratulations, Usman. First well ever runs in Asia, uh, which we've been calling for. Obviously, Usman listens to the show. He's a long-term fan, long-time fan. Oh, I mean, look, we called Usman in, in a quiet moment, Tom yeah. and I, and we just had We a- Skyped him. We had a couple of words to him, just saying, "Listen, mate, you, you need to you need to lift your game in Asia. Yes, country needs you. Smudge isn't there. The Reverend's not there, and it's about time you stood up and, and led your country. Yeah. and started to get some Asian runs. And he agreed. Yeah, I mean, he there agreed. was a few tears <laughs> on both sides. Yeah, yeah. but at the end of the day, it needed to be said, and we ironed out the creases. And yeah. and he gets a brave ton for his country. We've got some stats here, Tom. Love to hear him. Nine hours. Nine hours. That's nine hours under the hot. Hot, Dubai subcontinent sun. sun, Asian sun, Asian sun, brutal, 
brutal Asian sun. Hot as fuck. Humidity out the ass. Yeah, oh, mate. 100% humidity, I heard. Yeah, I think you're correct. Uh, 302 balls, Tom. 302 nuts. That's 302 nuts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dancing nuts. Yeah. Swinging, well, not swinging nuts, but dancing. Dancing. Look, it was road on a road. Hot road. Um, and he got 140-ish runs. 141, I believe. Uh, some are actually calling this one of the great knocks. Well, when you bat that long, when we had to bat for fucking five sessions. Yeah. Or even a fraction longer. Uh, was it five sessions? Let's, let's call it five. Let's call it five. May as well have been five. Uh, it's a fucking brave knock. Considering where we're at, where the team's at. Where Usman was at. Where Usman was at. Absolutely. I think it's, it's certainly the knock of his career. Tom. Oh, fucking oath, it's the knock of his career. Um, now, isn't it? Isn't it a, a little bit of an insight into the state of Australian sport when a draw against Pakistan is the greatest achievement by a national side in recent memory? What I mean is the Kangaroos lost to New Zealand. The Wallabies suck. Oh, so you're talking about, okay. You know, everyone sucks. So and that's then we it. draw against Pakistan and we're like, Fuck. and people are up and about. We're up and about. This isn't. I mean, look again. I'm not getting down on it because a loss would have been worse. A loss would have been a whole lot worse. But I'm just saying, it's a, it's a, it's it's where we're at. But I don't want to get bogged down in the negative. Let's celebrate Usman. Let's give him a VB while we're at it. Have a VB Usman saving the saving the innings. Fucking know they have a VB, big fella. Yeah, that's all right. I, I don't know if he drinks. I was just about to say that. Hand it to a teammate. Give it to you. Well, no, no, but like you can still you can do with it what you will. Yeah, a VB is it's also yours. it's a token. It's, it's not a like gift. It's a song. gift. Yeah, it's we a, don't give it to you open. No, but look, uh, fantastic result for the boys because it's only a two test series. Yeah. So if we lose that, we lose the fucking series because they won last they won time two nil. Yeah. And then they've fuck two test series by the way. But anyway. I know. We always play two test series unless it's India or South Africa or England. I just don't. It's either three or five. And you know what? Make it five. But if you don't, I mean, if you can't find the time because you're playing too many fucking one days, then fuck it off. Then at least have three. Yeah. At least have three. Yeah, it's got to be. It doesn't make any least. sense otherwise. No. Bloody ridiculous. Now, they've, they've lined up an absolute green top. Yeah, I saw that. Thing looked like a bloody verdant rolling hill, like pasture. We have cattle's graze on it. It looks absolutely fucking luscious. So you got to ask yourself: they're not going to. They surely not going to rest the big fella, big Mitch Mitch Stark, on that. Well, see, this is what on a green top. top. But what annoys me about this is like he's played one test. Why are we resting him? I have absolutely no idea. I don't understand how it's like. Shouldn't he be getting some kilometers under his legs before what's going to be a big summer into a big northern hemisphere summer? Yeah. It just doesn't make. It doesn't uh, make sense and for the uneducated. I'm talking about India into the ashes. Yeah, if you don't understand what we're talking about, then fuck off. Um, I don't understand how that works. Like, I get that it's hot, but like everyone was playing that test. Sidzi's fucking living on bananas. He's playing now. Sidzi's a toiler uh, historically, and can probably you know. Oh, one of the great toilers. Sidzi's a toiler, and he can he can. I take can, you back to South African series. Yeah, in Australia, when yeah. Duplessis actually got a brave knock. Well, Duplessis just blocked his ass off. Uh, Ale Usman. Um, yeah, but Usman scored runs. Duplessis was just fucking boring as shit. But, you know, that could be because I'm biased. But but that's the toiler in Sidzi. That's Sidzie. the toiler in Sidzi. So, like, oh, I just don't understand. Stark seems like a bit of a bandage bear. Now, I love Stark. Love Stark. He's established himself as a premier fast bowler already, globally. Oh, he's a he's an absolute menace. stud. He's, he's a, a stud. stud. He's a spearhead of the attack. He's, I just don't understand he's what elite. this... I just don't understand what this fucking... Well, surely is. Mitchell... 
now is well and truly ingrained in the side and becoming every bit of a senior leader. Yes. Tom, surely he's up and about. Just going, no, sorry. Fucking furious. I'm saying, playing. I need the kilometres in my legs. And we haven't won in Asia for fucking what well, series there in a long time. 2011, I believe. So we need to Come get out. up and about in this second and final test and get a win. Yeah. And if it's as green as it looks, you need me out there. Makes no fucking sense no. to me. Um, Aaron Finch didn't look out of place at the top of the order, Eddie, in his test debut. Didn't hate that. He had, he had a couple of good knocks. Started off the innings well. Finchy looked all right. Don't mind Finchy. He's a he's a throwback to the your sort of your less athletic cricketers. He's fat. Oh, he's fat as fuck. Stocky, Booney vibes esque. I mean, he probably wouldn't appreciate well, that. He wouldn't appreciate that. But there's Booney esque esque. But he's more Booney than than anyone else. You know. Buff Lehman vibes. Portly. Portly. You know what I mean. I like that. Portly. A portly cricketer. Look, Finchy didn't look out of place at all at the top of the order. I didn't mind big Finchster up there. No, because we've talked about this before. You know, of one day fame is Aaron yes. Finch. Yes, he is. But I didn't mind him in the crane. No. Nah. Uh, Travis Head, second innings, didn't mind it. First innings, not great. Got a duck. Bit nervous. Yeah, that's all right. That's okay. I think that's your first test Your first test innings. I don't mind that. Uh, the, the Swamps didn't do great for me. Swamp Junior and Swamp Junior Junior both got ducks in the second innings. Yeah, after look, doing and I mean, the first. I think we'd already talked about this Swamp Junior and Swamp Junior Junior. Off the back of South Africa, we said, look, we need we need to start building some momentum and some consistency because historically you two have been wildly inconsistent. That's it. Perhaps the most inconsistent cricketers we've ever produced. Your inconsistency is almost the most consistent thing about your play. Yes. Is that there's just no idea when you're going to play well. Exactly. You shouldn't sit down in a job interview and they say, what's the most consistent attribute about you? You shouldn't say, I'm inconsistent. I'm inconsistent. Because that then is a problem for me. Well, it's a problem for the nation you're representing, Tom, yes, yes. of which we represent their thoughts and feelings. That's it. So <laughs> you need to improve, Swamp Junior and Swamp Junior Junior, because we've had a fucking long, hard chat about this, yeah. and we thought there was improvement. And also, Swamp Junior Junior being handed the VC, you need to be getting runs. And also, maybe we're asking too much, Eddie. Now, just you can go with me or not. I'm happy to hear your thoughts. But are we... A Swamp Junior and Swamp Junior Junior really three and four batsmen for the nation? Is that? I mean, is that where we see him? No, I've always sort. I've always sort of seen him five six. <laughs> I've always seen him more five sixes than three four, which I think first is, drop. Yeah, I mean, that's a very crucial part of the batting order. Hey, what does Ricky have to say about this? <laughs> Has anyone consulted? Has Ricky been consulted? <laughs> hey, Ricky, we want to have the swamps. At three and four, Ricky would have fucking thrown up all over the phone if he. JL was. knows Ricky. But JL played with Ricky. Are you telling me that Mitch Sean Marsh is the Ricky Ponting of our side right now? Makes me ill. It's a little bit concerning. And then Labashagne, he did nothing. Again, it's his first test, so I'm not going to bury Labashagne yet. But look, Labashagne didn't do much. Didn't do anything. He did nothing. Uh, was handed uh, a baggy green, uh, and there will be no hesitation, Labashagne, in asking for that fucking thing back. If you don't, if you don't produce next test, no, that's it. If you don't live up to the the principles and values that have been instilled in that item of of headdress. Mm. Now, Gary Lyon, Eddie. Now, <laughs> talk about values and core principles of the baggy green. That well, he sings the song, Tom. That's it. Under Southern Cross, I stand, spring water in my hand. 
Now, he has taken – he's now, I think, number five all-time, number six. I'd have to get those stats up or I'd uh, ask you two as the stats man. Well, I am historically the stats man, Tom. Where does Nathan Lyon now sit in the all-time Australian wicket-takers list? And I'd like you to give numbers because I think by the end of the next Ashes, he'll be sitting pretty at almost third all-time if I – if my predictions are correct. If you can just give me one second. Of course. So, punters, dribblers, as you know, Nathan Lyon, the greatest off-spin bowler Australia's ever produced, otherwise known as Gary the Goat. Uh, He is now reaching a a level in his wicket-taking career that is starting to put him up to that rarefied air shit where it's like, oh, you basically never come under any scrutiny in this Australian side ever. You retire when you want. You basically play until you want. And you're going to be celebrated for, you know, the rest of your life. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. I think this is a great way to put it. Okay. Nathan Lyon now in 306 test wickets. Yep. Uh, Brett Lee's on 310. There you go. Okay. He's about to take over Binger. So there's Is he also that. with Mitchell Johnson? Mitchell Johnson, equal? 313. He'll be he'll, he'll eat him up in a second. The great Dennis Lilly, 355. So he could be past the great Dennis Lilly after an Australian summer into the Ashes So where's he, where's he rated right now, all time? Sixth? 33rd all time. No, in Australia. Oh, because I'm pretty sure he's in the top five or six. Six in Australia. And then, so I think, is it Lily, then McGrath? So once he beats Lily. Lily McGrath. Yeah, so once he beats Lily, he's all he's third all time. And look, looking at these numbers, barring some sort of disaster. Tom, Calamity. An absolute fucking disaster. He will be third all time. Yes. And It'll now- go the great Shane Keith Walt, into the pigeon, Glenn McGrath, in- into the goat. the goat, Gary Lyon. So that's that's how I see this. That's some up. serious shit. Can you just also, Eddie, just check with uh, what age is Gazza at? I'm going to say 32. I don't think he's that old. No, that's what I mean. I, I'd be shocked if he's older than 33, Tom. So if he's 31, 32. Uh, he's 30. Oh, my God. He's 30. So, uh, he's got 10 years. <laughs> he's got 10 years. He's got 10 years, this man. <laughs> he's got, he could be challenged. I'll Pidge, I'll tell you what, big fella. I'd be, I'd be looking fucking, over my shoulder. Oh, yeah, and he's getting better and better. Yes. Better and better. Nate's going to get up amongst the all-timers, though. What's the what's the, what's the the top? What's 10? Like, Who's 10 in the world? And what? how much is that? 10 is Rangana Harath. Yeah, on? Uh, 4.30. Oh, please. So he'll be top 10. He'll be top 10 in fucking six months. Fuck you. He'll be top 10. He will be top 10. This is fantastic. Uh, so Mornay Morkel, you're in trouble, champ. 309, see you later. Fred Schumann, there's the door, bruh. Lance Gibbs, <laughs> piss off. Binger, sorry, mate. Back to Bollywood. Eddie, Sydney's favourite team, your team, my team, as I said, Sydney's favourite team, the Violet Crumbles had a loss. Burst up in the uh, the NBL, Sydney Kings, went down. <laughs> he was excited to call them the Violet Crumbles now, as I <laughs> That is fantastic. Isn't that good? Oh, that's Isn't that so good? good. The Sydney Kings, the Violet Crumbles. It's not mine, punters, dribblers. Uh, it's, it's ours It's now. ours. It's so, ours. And upon this revelation that they are known as the Violet Crumbles, I am now immediately invested in their season and how they go. <laughs> I'm not going to be... Not because of Bogut. Not because of Bogut. Well, Bogut, the NBA import playing like an NBL player. 
You know what I mean? He's coming in and done absolutely fuck all. (laughs) Well, I don't think he gives a shit, quite frankly. He owns the team, though. Isn't it it good for business to be winning? That's a good point. He did nothing. Apparently, he defended well, which is a man of his size expected. But I was speaking to Stock's friend of the show. Friend of the show. uh, And he's saying that he's broke his he's a right hand shooter and he broke his right hand so badly that now he has to shoot with his left cuz he's got no movement in his right so he just he's no good is this a long term issue yeah is no, he, this is this is this is life so that's why he was shown the door from the nba well i think in the nba you might have been able to get away with it cuz it wasn't he wasn't needed to shoot because you got elite throbbers all around you whereas in the nbl where it's a league full of losers Everyone's got to be able to contribute. Obviously, it's not panic stations yet. Expect big things from the crumbles. I reckon Bogus just warming into it. Let's just hang with it. Let's hang with them. Let's hang with them. Crumbles for the win. I think that the most important topic on today's show is who's going to coach Manly. Yes. And who are the potential candidates for the coaching job at Manly. No one gives a shit about any other club. No. Really? No. We're talking about a glamour club That's it. Okay. So Penrith just, are not a glamour. No, of course they're not a glamour club, Eddie. Yuck. Um, but so now what I've what I've what I want to do here for the punter and the dribbler is just go through a couple of the candidates and explain why it is they're not going to be coaching Manly and why it is that they should be. So I'd just like to start with Trent Barrett, obviously, because he's he's quit. But there were there were rumors going around, Eddie, that Trent was going to be sticking around until mid July when his contract runs out and then leaving in July, which, which obviously was ludicrous. I didn't buy it. It's an untenable situation. We all assume that wasn't going to happen. But also, do we, does Manly like we? You, you and I have been all over Trent Barrett's dick for the last couple of seasons, right? And rightfully so. He's a, he's a solid ten out of ten body for days. Great. Like a, an advancing hairline. Well, uh, lock me up for getting around an alpha. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Lock yeah. me up. Oh, I'm sorry. Here, take me away, yeah. sir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Guilty as charged. Sorry, I'm attracted. How dare to- I? Yeah. How dare I? I'm sorry if I'm attracted to stars. <laughs> so, yeah, we were around that. But Eddie, do we really? Do we really get around? So, like, I think he's an alpha male, but not an alpha male coach. Because an alpha male coach doesn't just up and abandon shit when when the going gets Trent, tough. Yeah, look, Trent hasn't won any rings yet. No, in the coaching domain. No, uh, ups and leaves when the going gets a little tough. Uh, wasn't the master of his domain. Certainly wasn't the master of Narrabeen. No, which was not. his domain. That was his domain at the time. So, so he's quit you got you got to start to ask the serious questions. I think Tom. Yeah. The questions need to be leveled at uh, Trent. Are you an alpha male coach? I say no, Eddie. So I think it's it's a blessing in disguise that mm. we now rid ourselves of this beta coach. A, well, he's a beta coach, an alpha male beta coach. Yes, I know that's a little tricky for the less intellectual punter and dribbler to get their head around. Yes, but you're just going to have to follow. You're going to have to you try. Have to and try you, if you have to pause it and rewind it and start again, that's it. Like a book, like a very dense book, yeah, you might have to read the pages a couple of times right. to get it. You might have so to skip back a couple. He's an alpha and his hotness and the way he carries himself as a man. An alpha male. But when it comes, thank you, but when it comes to coaching, he's a, a beta coach. coach. So I think that we're, we're in agreement when we say, uh, thank you, there's the door, mate. There's the door. Beat it. Take your lawn chairs and your bloody... Hey, your Trent. Game. Fucking beat it, mate. <laughs> All right. Sorry, <laughs> but hey, you got to go. This is football, Trent. This is football. This is, this is, this is professional sport, champ. Get out. This is cutthroat. There's the door, bro. 
<laughs> so so Trent's gone, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Now that moves us on to Madge Maguire. Now Madge was someone I could have got around as a coach of the club, right? Well, he's a premiership winner. Tom. He's a premiership winner. Hugely respected. Hugely respected. Taskmaster in his own right. But Madge could have come in. Now Madge has reportedly seen the conditions. We spoke about this last week. Madge Madge has turned down the job. I would say this will when Madge reflects on his career, probably be the greatest regret of his career. Biggest mistake of his career, almost. Uh, Madge, I didn't know you were in a position to be turning around first-grade positions at Glenmore Clubs. No, but there is a word that he might be in line for a Broncos job. Yeah, well, Madge. Look, look, uh, history will tell, Eddie. Time will tell, but I would say that... Big call, champ. Big call from Madge, and I'd say that this will be the greatest regret of his life. That's about all I've got to say on Madge, because I would have taken him. You know, I would have taken Madge. I think we would have taken him, sure. Now, that moves me on. Without question. That moves me on to our next one, Jason Taylor. <laughs> now, when I, when I, and I'm sure any Manly fan, any Manly fan when they read these, that the, the Jason Taylor was linked to, to Manly, and anyone that wasn't a Manly fan when they heard Jason Taylor was linked to Manly, if you were a Manly fan, you felt sick to the stomach, and if you weren't a Manly fan, you were probably laughing at us, and with good reason. Or filled with joy. Well, exactly. Filled with joy. It was. Laughing. It was very much a, a, an ex- extreme emotions. That's felt betwi- depending on which party you're in. Yes, obviously. Now, Jason Taylor historically not a great coach. Uh, not a great coach. Beat a male, beat a coach. So we, we've given Jason a fair rubbing on this show, but I would argue, Tom, that not without merit. No, not without we've, good reason. He's the only. It. We back up our claims on this show largely, almost certainly, always right. Yes. Uh, so when we gave it to Jace over his poor coaching record and his lack of alpha male qualities, yes. we, I think, were calling it how we saw it. Calling Largely it. how the punter and the dribbler said. A spade, a spade. A beater, a beater. You know. You know. If it looks like a beater, walks like a beater, acts like a beater. Cracks like a beater, probably Cracks a beater. Like, probably a beater duck. Also, I think that Jason, the only recognised NRL coach to have been KO'd by one of his players. Yeah. In David Farlongo. So I don't think that helps. Now, Jason was. Certainly goes against him, Tom. Certainly can't. You've got to argue that not strong. Not strong. Now, so he was linked, right? And then the reports came out that Jason turned down the role. Now, Mm. now can we just not, just for a second, just stop and say, has Jason just almost come out and said he's turned down the role that he was never actually in line for? No, I think what's happened is Jason. I don't think he was ever in. I don't think he was ever even a fucking looking for the manly job. Jason has called the telly. He's gone, get Buzz on the blower. Get me a journo. Get me a journo. Get me whoever will take the call. Yeah. Even if it's the intern. Well, I think it was a cadet. They got yeah. like, get, get me a journo. Get the cadet. Get, I'll give him a scoop. <laughs> get cadet and say, listen, mate. He's an this intern journo. This isn't Jason Taylor, although it was. He's on work placement from uh, fucking uni. Mate, look. I'm going to give you the good oil. Uh, Jason Taylor, absolute lock for the manly job. So the cadet... He's, it's all, it's like all these Christmases have come at once, yes. but little does the cadet, cadet know that, you know, Jason's not to be trusted. Well, Jason has a history of this sort of thing, Jay- blowing up his own tires. But it's like, it's kind of Jason going, I'd just like to come out and say that I have officially rejected the manly job. Jason, you were never offered the job. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's called the cadet saying that he's been offered the job. Yeah. Just to... Just, just so get in the papers. So then the no, so so then man, no, that mentally come out and go, no, mate. He tried to, they're trying to make him look at it. Yeah. No, Jason, we're not no, Jason. This that's, was not, never, that's not how you get someone's attention, mate. But also by telling fibs. But also, Jason, you're a you're a former North Sydney Bear, who which is like a mortal enemy of the Manly Club when we 
when there was a merger. I don't want to talk about it. It makes you feel sick. There was a merger back in the past. So obviously there's some scars there, Jason. And also you're a Parramatta player who we've uh, so we've got we got just deep, deep, rich hatred for every club you've played for. And you're a beta coach. So obviously Jason was never really in with a shot. I think that was smoke and mirrors. Jason just trying to... I think if Jason... Jason thought that if he was seen to be rejecting a club, that maybe a club would approach him, mm. which is embarrassing. Well, no, look, good good on you, Jason. Good on you, Jace. All the best. No, no, congrats, man. Um, now, Tuvi is also linked, right? Now, I'm not here to knock Tuvi, right? No, not, I'm not going to knock a club, not, right, Tom? No, so look, Tuvi's a, a club legend, right? And I think that Tuvi's reasons for wanting to come back and coach Manly were true, honest, and decent. He just wants to see the club return to the glory, the glory days. And the, he wrote as much. And exactly, that's all he wants. But I think his his intentions are true and they're honest. But Eddie, and I say this with the utmost respect for the toughest man pound for pound in the history of the game. I don't know. Look, it didn't work out. Well, well everyone just... look. Every, I think it's a little early. I just think that everyone who's talked about his success, Eddie, that he had at the club, largely with the team that Des built. The, well, house, that, the house that Des built. Yeah, exactly. That's and, what I... You know, and I think it's just a little soon. Well, I just don't... Do you think it's a little soon? Well, let me just say this, because this rolls into my Des Hasley on. So you've got Tuvi, who took Manly to a grand final with the house that Des built. Largely, now you know. Largely, and and if we did, we spoke to Anthony Watmore a while back, and, uh, and and he basically spoke about how the the Stewart brothers ran that shit. Yeah. Then we roll into Des Eddie, and as I said, Des has flown under the coaching radar here. Now, when Des left Manly, mm. he left after a, he left on a premiership high, right? Yeah. All reports 2011. were he got fucked around by the club, and so he went fuck it. I'm going to the dogs. You're not paying me what I'm worth. I've got us to three GS, one, two of them. What up? So he's left. He's then gone to the Dogs. He's made the grand final in the first year he's at the Dogs. Correct. 2012. Yeah. He then made it again in 2014 with the Dogs. He made the finals all but two years, maybe. Maybe three. Well, so, it, he certainly made them all until a couple of iffy ca- seasons at the end. Yes, right? So in this whole... Cu- in terms of when we're talking about Des flying under the radar already, it's like... They think that he. The reason people like uh, sleeping on Des is because they go, well, look at the fucking mess he left at the Bulldogs. It's like, yeah, but he was prepared to stick around. He wasn't like, let me go here, let me back end the fuck out of every contract, and then I'm going to chuff off. He was like, I know what I've done here. I realize the the financial shitstorm that I've caused in terms of back ended contracts, but I'm prepared to stick it out and try and work this and mold this salary cap, this nightmare that I've created. Let me rectify my mess. Let me work it. But then the dogs have sacked him, and so he's like, all right. But also, I mean, let's be honest, there's a, a number of other people at the club who would have known he was back-ending the deals, and they well, didn't say anything. No. You know what I mean? No. I think there's some checks and balances that Manly can put in place to prevent this sort of behaviour perhaps occurring again. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Des just needs a credit card limit. Yes. You know what I mean? What's wrong with that? I think that's all right. You it's have like you it, cap it at sort of like I don't know. Maybe you've got a pa- maybe you've got a big spending partner. What do you do? You call the bank and say, "Can we reduce <laughs> his the limit. limit, please?" His or her? Yeah. Des has a history of going over his fucking limit and then maybe not paying. Don't the give interest. him the black card. No, what are we doing here? Don't give Des the black card. Can we that's stop, all we're saying. Can we stop having the banks need to stop sending Des letters going? Hey, you're eligible for a credit increase. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. 
not. He's proven that he can't handle a credit card. He can't balance the books. So we need Des to just worry about coaching the boys. Give him. He's got. He's got some good players, and you know, give him a couple of clubs that he wants. But I mean, let's be honest. Manly's in financial ruin right now, so he's not going to be able to buy anyone anyway. So I think it's just important to maybe take his card away from him, or mm-hmm. give him maybe like a daily. Give him limit. a debit card. Give him a debit card, and we take put his the money credit in. card. Give him a debit, and then he will be funneled funds. Problem. Solved. Well, he's a manly man. That's also what we need in a coach. We've never—I don't think we've ever won a premiership without a manly player or like you know someone of manly. That's right. And he—he he looks the fucking part. Let me tell you, he'll get back in there and just give the club what it needs. And it needs uh, to be grounded. It needs to just get itself away from all the wishy-washy tabloid bullshit. That's it. And just Siege get back mentality. To, and just get back to what we know, and that's playing football. And I tell you what, Des knows as well. Des knows how to clean his own facilities and how to furnish his own dwelling. Yes. Do you know what I mean? He's been there before. Absolutely. He's he's done a stint in the bloody demandable. He knows what to expect at Manly. He knows how to he knows how to like to to make a uh, to make the best of what of what he's got. He doesn't need the flashy stuff, mate. It's like it's like when you're at uni, Eddie. And you've got a shitty little dorm room that you live in, but you you sort of spice it up with some personal knickknacks and things that make it that make it yours. That's right. And that's what Des does. He might be in a demountable that's full, that's a complete piece of shit, but he's not upset that he's got to bring his own fucking plastic chairs in, or that he's got to you know bring his own fan or his own generator, or put some put some blinds on the window because that's he's making it his own but place. Do you know why he's not worried, Tom? Because he's at a glamour club and he's got the beach right out of his fucking front step. And Do you know what a, I mean? He's an alpha male coach. He can coach. walk onto the beach. Have you ever considered, punters, dribblers, why it is that Penrith have such immaculate facilities? Because they need them. They have to have Because them. why the fuck would anyone else go there <laughs> if they didn't have the facility? Usain Bolt, Eddie, of sprinting fame. Fastest man to ever walk the earth. Yep. We're across it. He's had a he's the had greatest a, sprint of all time. Exactly. He's had a career change. He's he's gone into professional soccer with the uh world world renowned the semi-professional Coast, semi-professional Central Coast Mariners. Now, scored two goals Eddie in a in what many are calling a all right performance uh for the Mariners. Yeah, no one's getting hot and sweaty. Well, the see, I think some are. I think some people are saying well, he's sign him up to the A League, let him go. He's well, ready to he rock. Mi- apparently he missed about fucking five chances in the first half. And I think also it's important to note that he was playing a team of plumbers. Yeah, they were plumbers. They are the the the, the Macarthur Southwest United side, Eddie. So literally plumbers, team of plumbers in the MPL competition. Now I don't know what MPL stands for. Are you National Premier League, or is it National Plumbers League? No, you're right. Is it the National Plumbers? No, League? you're right. It's the next. It's yeah. It's so. It's a. It's a. It's a competition of plumbers. I think footballing plumbers. Mm. Great plumbers, though, right? Oh, elite plumbers, Tom. They can fix a leak. Oh, they can fix leaks. I mean, really good with guttering. That's uh, it. And <laughs> and great with shitters. Yeah, right. So no one's disputing that. No. But you are right. There is a sub there is a sub branch off this National Premier League, the National Plumbers, plumbers League. League. And I think that's the uh, uh for all, United. For all registered plumbers. Yes. Uh historically really strong ties with football. That's it. So I think that uh Australian uh the Australian Football Federation felt it necessary to honour that link with their own league. Well, we've got a a, a proud history of... Of plumbing. Of plumbing footballers. 
Well, a proud history of plumbing and of footballers and, and of plumbers that play football. Yes. So we've got Usain and the Mariners B team playing the United West MacArthur Plumbers. Yep. He scored two goals. One of them was a joke. One of them was all right. One of them was all right. One of them was pure shit, but goals nonetheless. Yeah, they go down as goals. They're all over his Instagram page. He's proud of them. Didn't show the second one, but he mentioned it. That's it. You go, yeah, scored two goals. Show, show you one. Second one was the best. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, the first. imagine uh-huh. if you saw that one. Don't worry about the second one, though, but it was the best. Don't, worry, don't look it up. Don't look, <laughs> don't look it up. No, I wouldn't waste your time looking it up, but it was the best one for sure. But don't worry about it. Like It's not important. But exciting for you, Sane. Look, I think it's exciting. I'd like to see him get a contract. Mate, if she, he'd have to. He's, that video on the Central Coast Mariners Twitter page been viewed like six million times. Really? Yeah. Look, I'm glad that he's down here. He's up on the Central Coast. He's having a good time. He's scored a couple of goals. He's actually a sprinter, and he's having a fair crack at the at that professional plumbing league. Yeah, exactly. Of which the standards are immense. <laughs> it's a fucking... No one's going to come on this show or tell me otherwise. I mean, the fucking plumbing league's a, a, a oh, serious a, league. The MPL is no joke. It's no joke, the MPL. Absolutely no joke. So some of the best plumbers have come out of that league. Some of the some of the great plumbers. Uh, I'm not going to bother naming them. No, they know who they, they are. They know who they are, and so do you. It's, so I think that <laughs> I don't I think, know the dribbler knows who we're talking about. <laughs> respect where respect's due. Yeah. I think uh, we've already ended VBs out, but we can end out more. Well, I guess basically what we're saying out of this was for those that want to knock those goals as <laughs> as like meaningless and against plumbers. That's just... I don't think they realise the calibre of plumbers that he was playing against. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't about. know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. And if you need any information, look up great footballing plumbers. <laughs> okay? Look them up. There's a fucking list as long as you're That We're not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. We're not going to mention them. I'm not going to embarrass them. But just look it up. Great footballing plumbers. Okay? You watch much Bachelorette? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, to be honest, I watched a couple of I watched a couple of episodes at the start just because I was like, you know, the badges on. The badges on. Felt like the right thing to do. I yeah. thought I'd throw myself into the deep end with yeah. the misses. Yeah. Um, well, I think a lot of I think a lot of men But I quickly grew out of it. You were fucking oath. But I think a lot of dudes watched it because there was that badge elements and also I think badge or no badge, you end up seeing a couple of episodes just by because your girlfriend makes you you know what I mean? You end up just fucking catching a couple. So that was, I think we're in the same boat there. A couple of episodes of The Badge. Uh, couldn't really tell you what the fuck went on in any of the episodes I saw. It's all pretty uh, fucking ridiculous, the show. Mm. But poor old Badge, he's rejected these two birds at the end and there has just become this absolute shitstorm. Didn't like what he saw, The Badge. Well, fuck, mate. Like, let's be honest. The chicks that go on that show are all pretty cracked. And also, like, what, he has to pick one of 20? That's it. The first fucking 10 are crazy. You get rid of them off the bat. Then you got 10, you know, nice girls, sure. But, I mean... Who, but, but what chick, what stable woman's going on The Bachelor if they're... But, like, isn't... It, you don't... Don't all the people that watch The Bachelor believe in, like, soulmates and shit? Yeah. How are you going to find your soulmate out of 12? When he's hooking up with all these other birds as well. Like, one night he's macking on with some other chick, and then the next night he's He's confused, the badge. Of course he is. I mean... Mate, if you give me 10 options... You turn him around in circles, the bath. If you give me 10 options of fucking the same thing, it's going to be hard to choose. Very hard. Now, 
that being said, I'm not denigrating the women here, although I think that if you go on the show, you're a fucking idiot. And I also think for him... It surely must have been a money grab. Well, I think he got his 250, 300. 253. Raised the profile, shown that he can do a bit of camera stuff, on camera stuff. On camera stuff. I think it was a bit of a career move for the badge. I don't think there's any harm in him telling us that there wasn't. Well, no, but also... also, I respect him for, off the back of acknowledging that it was to raise the profile of the badge, get a bit of coin in the back park. Mm Mm-hmm. I respect him for knocking back the Sheilas at the end. Yes. Says, listen, Omni, I'm, I was here for the same reasons half of you were. Yeah, of course it's the same reason. And I'm being honest about it. I'm not going to lead one of you girls down the bloody... Garden path. That's right. Uh, give you the keys of my heart, so to speak, when they're in a, there are no keys to give. No. I'm a bit of a weird bloke. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm in the prime of my life. I do all, he gets it... Through a bit of work, I've been led to believe on the, yeah, on the peninsula. Yeah, I've heard that he works through a he works through a fair bit. I've heard he's got a throbber on him. So he's got a throbber. He's got three hundred. He's raised the profile. I mean, this is this is where he's going to get his best work done. I'd argue. Yes. So he's not handing out the keys to the garden path. No. Not when you're throbbing on three hundred. No, exactly. And. You know the rules. He can fucking dump someone if he wants. He can't just go, nah, I'd dump all of you at once. No, he's got to slowly dump you. He's got a contract. He's got to slowly dump you all. Contract says slowly break hearts. (laughs) He's just broken one extra. Just one more heart. What, you didn't... And people are up in arms. Holy shit. You didn't count all the other hearts. How dare you break 20 instead of 19? But actually, he's he's actually actually probably uh, let a couple off the hook. Because you could argue... That the pain felt by the person that finishes second, if there is an, indeed a winner, that probably even worse. That's probably even worse than what he's done. So he's Irreparable actually, damage. To he the heart. saved pain. He saved the heart. You could say he's a bit of a modern day Nelson Mandela. And and how exactly is that? <laughs> well, he's helping people. Oh yeah, right, right. A Mother Teresa of yes, sorts. Mother Teresa. Saint Nick. Saint- we- <laughs> Mary Magdalene. <laughs> <laughs> Princess Di. Yes. Gandhi. Yeah, yes. The patron saint of breaking hearts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, Eddie, and finishing up, saw a thing on the old interwebs today, uh, rumours linking Conor McGregor to Australia, coming to Australia to do I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Now... Just, I just shit. thank you. Bullshit. Just wanted to get your. You reckon that's you reckon that's happening, Eddie? <laughs> no, I don't. Do you reckon that's ever going to happen? Fifty million. He's just. What's he need another million for? To, oh, to some... raise the profile, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yeah. think he needs to raise the profile by coming down to uh, the fucking you know the bottom of the planet <laughs> to go and do some uh, celebrity show with like fucking the dude who was in the Humphrey B Bear suit and some <laughs> former swimmer, Olympian swimmer from the fifties? Like, yeah. what are we? No. Please. If you believe that, you believe the badge was in it for love. You've, you've lost your mind and you need a good hard look at yourself. Yeah. Or maybe a nap. You need it. Well, you need a lot. Of, you need help. You, you need, need some help. You there's need no sleep. Way, there's no way he's coming down here for that. That is ridiculous. If he was going on, oh, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, he'd go, off, he'd go on the one in Ireland. If he was even going to lower himself... If he was going to, he'd go on the way in the UK or Do people not realise that I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, is for people that are no longer celebrities, unless you count Shane Warne. Like, that is it. And Shane's allowed to do whatever he wants. Well, that's a very Shane move. You know what I mean? Oh, Shane... Super Shane. It's a very Shane move to go on I'm a Celeb. But if you're going to go on to I'm a Celeb, get me out of here, or if you're going to go on reality TV, it would not be... 
in Australia. No, but also I don't think that the fucking network has even enough money to pay Connor to go on that. Of course show. they fucking don't, Tom. Of course they don't. They're trying to raise the profile of, of the, the show, show by linking him to the show when he's not going to go on the show. No, that's it. That's all it is. It's not bad. Hey, mate, well, I sort of respect him for it. it, but I mean, it's, don't be ridiculous. No, but I guess the people that watch that shit will be like, "Oh, really?" The whiskey baron has other things to do. Yeah, I didn't even click on it. I went like oh, bullshit. Like preparing for the rematch. What do we think? Do we do we talk this last Friday about the rematch? Do we talk about last the rematch? Week, sorry? Well, we talked about the fight. We I don't did. know if we talked about the rematch. Is there going to be a rematch? I yes, don't know. probably. You'd say so. Is Connor in trouble? You'd have to think so. Yes. But did you see the video of him throwing today? Have you seen Oh the, yeah, the, 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 the gridiron ball? Yeah. That didn't look great. That didn't look great, did it? It's supposed to be the knockout left. It's been a tough week for him. Look pretty look pretty weird. Well it looked like he was throwing with his bad hand. It looks like you know how if you throw a ball with your left hand? Yeah. If or left arm if you're left handed, yeah. probably you're, you're right. Uh, no left. Okay, but yeah, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. You look, you look like you've got, you know, you look very. Difficult. You look like you look like you're in pain. You look, or like you've you, got difficulties. Incredibly uncoordinated. Yes. Now Connor looks like that with his good arm. Yeah. Like the one that's supposed to knock people out. That's it. Or once did. Once did. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, he didn't approach that well, did he? He's he's. Uh, there's been a change in the Conor McGregor conversation. He was untouchable almost before. Now he's, now, a, now he's a bit of a joke. Well, he's a bit of a target now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's becoming like a bit of a novelty. Well, there's almost a, like a bit of a clown at the show. He's selling whiskey. Can't throw a ball. He's fucking. Yeah. I'm pissed off. I tell you what, I am pissed off about with Connor. He hasn't done a fucking interview since that fight. I think he has to do an interview after getting fucking owned like that and all that shit that happened in the ring. He has just blown it off like nothing happened. But not even blown it off. He's avoiding it. But I mean, he's he's pretending. He, it's like pretending like it didn't happen. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. You owe the fucking punter and the dribbler just a chat. We want to hear what the he's fuck a, happened. He's, he's behaving the same way he behaved like three months after the Floyd Mayweather fight when he had fuckloads of money and just nothing to do. Yeah. Clanning around, doing weird shit. He's like that now, but you're going, well, you, hang on. You, have, you fought Khabib no more than 10 days ago. We haven't heard from you. You got worked. Uh, you got worked into the ground. Your legacy is, in a, is a fucking shambles. It's it's in tatters. What? And you you go into NFL games to promote what I've heard is shit whiskey, throwing like you. We need to get some. Don't of that know whiskey. how to use your hand. Should we get some? Let's let's look at. Let's get, get some. Let's look into getting some proper twelve, and we'll try it on air. I hate whiskey anyway, so I'm going to be a bad judge. No, but I think that we owe it to the man. I think we'll do it. I think that's a good plan. Look, I've heard it's bad, but the jury's out till I taste yeah, it. Yeah, but also like who have we heard it off? Kind of haters. No, I read I read a couple reviews. Oh, okay, it said it tastes because like I was shit. like, I want to know. Yeah, fair call. Apparently it smells like ethanol masked with vanilla. That sounds fucking disgusting. But we'll see. Hey, we'll try it first. And we'll get through a whole bottle on air and see what happens. Yeah, that's it. We'll get fucking mauled on Absolutely Proper 12. Absolutely fucking mauled on Proper 12. And maybe film it, send it to Connor, see if he can retweet us, Hello Sport Podcast, at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram, Punters Dribblers. Don't forget that. Hell of a show. Hell of a show, Punters Dribblers. Uh, Shane Warren, if you're listening, reach out. Yeah, we're going for it. Reach out, Shane. Reach out, Shane. Uh, love your book, Karma Sutra. He's re-released it. Uh, tried it out on holidays. Yeah, how'd it go? It is. Did you learn a few things? Stupendous. Yeah, right. Uh, for all the men and ladies out there. Well, of course. I couldn't, rec- couldn't recommend it more highly. Yeah. Uh, 
got into a bit of Shane's work and... Do you kind of feel like Shane's in the room? Uh, is critical acclaim wrong? No. Is that too much? No, I don't think I mean, so. Look, you'd have to ask Elsa, but... <laughs> Now, am I correct in, in saying it comes with an instructional DVD where Shane actually coaches you through some of the That's different right. posies? He does. Instructional DVD in the limited edition release. Wow. Worth the extra $30, <laughs> I would have thought. Um, I've burned a hole in mine. <laughs> well, this is very exciting, Shane. As we said, reach out. Reach out, Shane. We'd love to have you on. Maybe you can take us through a couple. And please send me another DVD. Uh, until next week, punters, dribblers, at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we're on Wooshka. Check out, you'll be able to listen to the fucking podcast on Facebook as well, Hello Sport on Facebook, because Wooshka allows us to put the fucking thing on there or something. I don't know. Uh, congratulations to Toby Brown on getting married this weekend to Alice. Looking forward to a brother. Well done, Toby. Yeah. Goodbye. Could you two just not talk anymore?